0: the podcast coming to you from the Midwest coast I'm inside that miraculous establishment the Midwest Healing Center leg of the Ozarks podcast studio B this is the new old school podcast I am your host Don Allen tell somebody about the podcast it's all free can download any of these free apps to any mobile device Podbean, google play apple podcast itunes store and spotify they're all free i mean they're freer than a set of training wheels for president biden's bicycle did you see this rides his bike over to a crowd of people and well he fell over and hit the ground he hit hard too To start riding Dutch, Mr. President. Let Jill. Let Jill do the steering. Let her do the pedaling. You just hop on the back. No, I'm glad he's okay. I don't want it. I don't want to wish anything like that to happen to anybody. I don't want him hurt. I just want him gone. Uh oh! Did I get political? I'm not sorry. I know he was riding a bike because he feels the pressure of the gas prices. Thank you, Mr. President, for your sacrifice. We're in a series titled simply how to receive healing, how to receive healing. Just that simple. Get the apps. It's way safer. Get the apps. Way safer than trying to ride a bike with President Biden. Uh, Just that simple. How do you and I and them receive healing? And the idea behind this podcast is just to get back to some simple basics. I've been around long enough to see... It's funny, you get old enough to say these things. Well, I've been around long enough. Well, I have been around long enough now to see that uh, the desire of those that definitely want to go minister to the sick, along with those who, of course, need to receive healing as well. Uh, but what I noticed on both sides of this, there's a flood of information that I think is causing people to drown. It's too much. Ten steps to healing, seven steps to be free from sickness. Do it like I do. I did this. She did that. So much information because we do have a desire, of course, to be free from physical issues. And many of us, we want to help others find that freedom as well. And we want to minister to others. But I've noticed with this amazing technology that we have nowadays, it's super easy to find a video or a teaching on this topic. And so we do you know I, we jump on there and we can see a 10 minute video or a 3 hour teaching if you want to and, and and most uh most won't do that though it's going to be a 3 minute video of something right something uh maybe somebody getting healed right just that small clip and so we say well see me too me too that's what i want to see but what's happening is many have come and, and they don't want the teaching. They don't want the training. They don't want to see the, the videos. Uh, you know, uh, What they want to do, they want to jump out there and just see the video and jump out there and give it a try. Well, let me tell you something. You are not to try anything. That's the problem. We're jumping in at LMNOP. We missed ABC. So you can watch these clips. You can hear testimonies. But what you didn't see is the years behind what led to where these people are today the study, the prayers, the failures, the successes, the good, the bad, the ugly, where they paid the price to be where they are now. We just want the 20-second TikTok video. We don't want the deep study in the ministry of Holy Spirit leading you and guiding you and reading our Bibles and praying things through. No, no, no. Well, then you won't get the results that you want. I know what I'm talking about. Again, I share this because it's just the best example I've ever seen. It's the worst example, but it's the best example of a worst example that I've ever seen. A group of 20-somethings all super excited to go out on Fridays and minister to the sick all over their town. I mean, they were so fired up. And these guys are amazing. They were amazing. Not out drinking, not out partying, right? I mean, they want to go out all over their town, husbands, wives, boyfriends, girlfriends, male friends, female friends, I mean, a group of these and about 15,000 person population, and so they want to go minister to the sick as God leads them. I mean, so awesome. But their foundation on this was simply that they had watched a few Todd White videos. Now, let me say this. Todd White videos, especially at that time, were about two-minute clips of him walking up to people wherever and ministering to him. Now, I know, since then, he's opened a school and and whatever, but At that time, that's what we were seeing, and his personality was one that, man, it's going to get you excited to get up and get going and do the same. And so they set out with, with, uh, without really anything, and they weren't really getting any results, and they posted some stuff on Facebook of a video of Todd White. And again, I totally believe taken out of context, right, because you're only getting to see a one-minute clip because they had no context or foundation in them they were now under the impression that faith wasn't needed at all for healing to happen. Now, out of the 19 healing miracles of Jesus, 16 were faith and three were the gifts of the spirit. But, but hey, we don't need that today. So they begin to run with this on Facebook and I called them out on it. I called them out on it in love because I loved these people. Here I am, having seen hundreds of thousands of miracles worldwide through our TV show, Weekly Healing Schools, and you know, so I might know a little something about it, not everything, and I wouldn't claim to, nor would Todd White or anybody else. I'm not saying that, but I do know some things, and I'm telling you, faith is absolutely needed in many of these miracles. 16 out of 19 of Jesus' miracles, faith was involved. And Todd White knows some things, but my point is they jumped in on P and they missed Todd White's ABC. So now they're mad. Now they're mad. They're mad at me because I'm telling them no lie, 20 scriptures that specifically talked about faith. And their answer was, but Todd White said, but Todd White said, that's really what they said to me. He said, I see what you're saying there with the scriptures, but Todd White said, well, he did say, but you got a one minute clip with no context and you ran with it because you had no foundation behind you and you missed his ABC behind what he said too. And now you got no results and it fell apart and they were upset and they were frustrated because they were not able to get the results and their fire burned out and they burned their bridges with me. I mean, this is horrible. This is what happens in Christianity because I was coming against their Jesus, Todd White. Todd White didn't do that, they did that. And they took it out of context because they had no foundation in themselves to recognize what he was actually saying. I wasn't trying to get them to dig deeper, but, but that's the issue. So, so here we are. Let's go back to simple things. How, how to receive healing biblically and, and get some ABCs so that you can get to the LMNOP, no doubt. I want you healed. I want you whole. I want you to be able to launch forth and go out and do the same for others. It was sad to me to see these young people, they got discouraged. It hurt him. it hurt him, but we don't have to. We don't have to let that happen. So we've been looking into simplicity of the gospels and as it is with all these topics, healing is very simple, it really is. And so far, uh, we've looked into knowing and acting upon the word of God. Again, not just knowing something, but it's the truth that'll make you free is the truth that you act on. So not, not just knowing something, but acting upon what we do know. That's the key, right? The power of the name of Jesus, prayers for healing, laying on of hands as a means to, to, uh, to, to transfer healing power to people. Now, if you missed any of those, go back, listen to them. Listen to them first. They do build one upon another. But today I want to talk about a team, a team in the Bible that's undefeated when it comes to seeing sickness and diseases eradicated from people's bodies. Faith and power. Faith and power. These are two ingredients for a miracle. And we did a very extensive study on this topic last year on the podcast, but I want to hit it again here because it fits. Just, just, um, I'm not going to get into the extent of it as I already have. You can go back and see it. Uh, but the supernatural healing power of God will operate effectively in your life when you understand the laws that will govern it, and you're going to learn to use your faith to activate God's power. How to use these laws to your advantage. So there is no set way for people to receive healing. And what I mean is, is there's no exact step one, two, three, that's going across the board to work in every individual exactly the same way every time in all situations. The Bible does show us many, many, many different methods used on many different people with many different circumstances and situations in their life. So one way, and again, we're looking in, into many, but one way that you can receive healing is by what I would call simple faith. That when you've heard the word of God, what it says, we'll say what it says about healing in in context to what we're talking about. And then you believe that to be the truth. And so you claim that as your own. You know, we looked into the laying on of hands where somebody laid their hands on you simply as a cord to transfer God's power into your body. We can pray the power down, as we used to say, pray the power down that when we prayed, the power of God entered into you by that cord of prayer that, as the Bible says, the effectual, fervent prayer of righteous men and women makes tremendous power available, dynamic in its working. But know this, all these methods require faith for them to work. And I wanna look into this because it's it's not just the method. And again, let me say it, let me say it again, using a cord as an example. We can have electricity in a wall outlet. We don't see it. We don't feel it. We know it's there because we have faith based off of what we've heard over the years to understand that it's in there. So the power's there. Now, like I said, faith, meaning I I can have a cord laying here, and I can see that outlet on the wall, but I would have to, based off what I know, to release the power. I would have to operate off a simple faith knowing that I am to plug a cord into the wall, and that it would then release the power that's in there. But it's not the cord, it's the power. But faith is the only way to tap into or plug into the power to release it. So for laying on of hands to work, let's say, it's not just doing it, it's knowing power's there to be released, and if I know that, I can plug into that work. Acts 10.38, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. Holy Ghost and what else? Power. Interesting. God anointed Jesus with power. Now, we talk about Holy Ghost, but he was also anointed with power. Jesus said, you shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost comes upon you. Holy Ghost and power. We find them together always. So electricity is God's power in the natural realms, whereas the Holy Ghost is God's power in the spirit realm. So we know both exist, but there are laws that govern them both. So the problem has been that when it comes to God's power or his anointing, we have assumed that, well, if it's here, it's just going to automatically manifest itself into whatever I need it to do. But friends, that's not so. So we know that electricity has been around uh, since the existence of time, right? It was here in Adam and Eve's day, Noah, Jesus. But none of them were able to benefit from electricity. It didn't just arrive one day and light up a home or a street light. Man didn't even know for many years that electricity even existed. and even once discovered, it'd be many, many more years before man even knew what to do with it, how to harness it or use it in a way that it would be beneficial to us in any way. Well, so it is with the healing power of God. It's out there and it's always been out there, but man had to first to discover that it did exist and now okay, we know it's there, so now what? Doesn't it just jump on you and do what it's supposed to do? No. So when we look at electricity, again, knowing it's always been here, but it didn't just manifest itself into lighting up a home or running a power tool. It didn't present itself in a way that was harnessed for man's usage at all. Man had to figure out a way to come into contact with this power to make it work for him through laws. So it's the same with God's healing power, or we could also use the word anointing. Uh, it's the same idea that it's here. We know what it can do, but we have to discover the laws that make it possible for it to be placed into our lives to benefit from it to tap into it to use it. I know many people get upset because they know well if it's here why doesn't it why didn't he just move on our behalf? You know, just heal me. God, if you would just do something. So we've mentioned this before that there is a god side and a man side to the gospel message, right? Always a god side and always a man side. There's something that must be done on the man side if we want to tap into this power. You know, early on in history, man discovered this thing called electricity, but he had to learn more about this electricity and the laws that govern it before he could fully enjoy the benefits of it. The same way with God's anointing. We know it exists. We know it's a great thing. We know we really want it. We know that we need it, but we're going to have to learn about the laws that govern it to fully grasp and see the benefits of it. I'm going to talk about one thing that'll eventually be uh most important thing, or I think it is, if we want to see this power, it's called the switch of faith that thing that will turn on the power, and if you will, or, or let's say it this way, it'll release the power. It'll release the power. Faith is the light switch in the spirit realm. You want a light bulb to light up for the power to get to that light bulb, it's stored just behind that switch in the wall. And when you flip that switch and a connection is made, it releases the power. Now, you have to do this by faith. You think about this. Because we don't even give it a thought anymore, right? You you don't you don't give it a, you don't drop down in front of a, a switch on your wall and, oh Father God, if you would just uh, please manifest this light to come on. I just Father, in the name of Jesus, give me strength and wisdom on how to how to flip the. You just walk in, and you, I mean, you guys are, are switch-flipping faith giants. Boy, you got to be careful, say. Uh, but you, you are, right? You don't even think about it. You don't even think about it. You just walk in and you flip it. You don't even give it a thought anymore. But there was a, a time that you probably don't remember in your life where your mama said, hey, it's time to get to bed. But mama, is so dark. Well, she said, well, just turn the light on. What? Flip the switch, and you did. And suddenly from that point on, without knowing anything about the laws of electricity, about wiring, about what to, you understood the idea that, again, I, I didn't see it, I didn't feel it, I don't even really know what electricity is, but by faith, you would and still do flip a switch, fully expecting that when I do, that light will come on. We don't even think about it anymore. Now, that's faith. So it is with the supernatural switch. We see it with a woman with an issue of blood, in Mark 5, her story starts with a very important thing, but there's a grim report here first. Years of suffering. She's in the dark, if you will, right? She doesn't know about this yet. And so she's now in a place that, the, that really, it's almost impossible to see a way out of this chronic 12-year issue of blood. But then something amazing happens. It says, when she heard of Jesus, somebody said, hey, just flip the switch. Well, what do you mean? I have this darkness of sickness and disease. No, 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 just go flip the switch. She heard about this switch, that there's power there. And you need to get that power from there to you to light this thing up. And so she heads out to make the connection. When I get there, I shall flip that switch. And so she does. She grabbed the hem of the garment. Long story short, when she's healed, Jesus said, daughter, thy faith has made thee whole. Her faith said, I don't see anything. I don't feel anything. I don't smell anything. Not even sure I understand how this thing works at all, but I'm gonna grab that and I'm gonna flip that switch with the expectation that when I do, it will release something to me and it had to be done by faith. And sure enough, she does. The man's side and Jesus did the God's side and the power was released into her body. And she felt that. But it started as Romans 10, 17 says, faith comes by hearing. You got to know today, friends, that there is a power for your problem. What you have to learn is to move by, by faith to flip whatever switch that God is telling you to flip. And that's most people's problems. We want to see the electricity first. Well, if I see others and somebody else being healed, then I'll run down there and I'll get some. Well, that's also called walking by sight and not by faith at all. Anybody could have plugged into Jesus, if you will, at any time, but they possibly were waiting to see something first, waiting on him to stop and say, hey, there's somebody here that needs i Z. I'm showing you the electricity. Well, he wasn't doing that that day. So they're all there and they're, they're, they're all there and, and they were all trying to flip switches because it says everybody else was touching him too but only one woman did so in faith. Now that moves it beyond simple methods because everybody was doing the same method, if you will, right? Everybody's grabbing him, it says. Everybody's touching him, so hear me today. Hear me today, this is a lesson. You can do the methods with no faith and still get nothing. So don't tell me you tried that. I already tried, I already had hands. No, 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 I don't wanna hear that. That, that already lets me know that you have no faith when you say I tried something. Grab this. Because I know many of you have had hands laid on you because you saw somebody else. Now I'm gonna, I'm gonna, anointed with oil. Now I'm gonna, I'm gonna get anointed with oil. So now I'm gonna. No, listen, you can still do the method minus any faith and it won't work for you. They were all touching, but only one was healed, faith. So we know that anointing or healing power of God was obviously there in Jesus, but the only switch to release it wasn't the idea of simply to do the method, but it was the faith and the power teaming together that saw this woman set free from 12 years of something impossible. Do not live your revelation off of seeing somebody else get healed, friends. You've gotta grab a revelation of faith on your own, on your own, not to just simply believe in the method. We can all do the method, and we've all been there before, where we did the method, and why didn't it work for me? It worked for them. No, faith, faith. They were all touching the same hem of the garment and nobody else is getting healed. I can't express this enough. I've done this. I've tried that. I went up to that's not enough. Jesus says, immediately aware that the power went from his body. When this woman touched him, he he didn't know who it was. He had to ask who touched me, who touched me. So I'm going to say this. We're going to pick up. We're going to pick up. Uh, on this next teaching, on the next podcast, because it's too long to get into this. We're gonna, we got to do a part two, but I'm going to tell you, I'm going to say this right here just to encourage you because you got to join me back here. But, but I want you to recognize that. That's the number one learning lesson right there. If you've ever said, I tried something, then realize that you didn't do something. And that meant you have no faith at all. You had faith in the method, but you didn't truly have faith in the Power, right? It's not the method and faith that make it work. It's power and faith that makes things work, right? But here's the thing, and I want you to grab this today as I'm as I'm as I'm jumping off here today. If her faith could make her whole, then your faith can make you whole. Come on, it wasn't just the power of God alone that did this it was absolutely present, but she released it by that switch of faith. Do you have that same switch? Come on, let's talk about it more next time. Come on, I'm, I'm looking for you to hear those words. Your faith has made you whole. That's all the time I have for today. Thank you for joining me on the New Old School Podcast. I'm your host, Don Allen. Until next time, by faith, I'll be flipping switches and attempting the ridiculous.